Welcome to And Justice for All, the official podcast of Roosevelt University, exploring the relationship between education and justice, and the transformative power of inclusive education. Hosted by Roosevelt University President Ali Maletzadeh. Money may or may not make the world go round, but it's an inescapable part of higher education. And it's on the minds of everyone, university leaders and trustees, students and parents, and of course, the people whose job it is to make college education affordable for as many students as possible, the financial aid staff of every university. Michelle Stipp is Roosevelt's Director of Financial Aid and the president of the Illinois Association of Student Financial Aid Administrators. She has spent 20 years in the field and has had a front row seat to the growing challenge of student debt. Michelle joined me to talk about recent trends in financial aid and the work we're doing at Roosevelt University to make higher education possible for all students. As usual, she was on the money. Michelle, thank you so much for joining us for our conversation today regarding student financial aid. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. As you know, the American dream to be achieved is uh, that students have to be able to go to college. Mm -hmm. And of course, after picking a college just by the name and academics, the next question is, how can I afford to go, especially to a private university? So first, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we talk about students. Sure, sure. So um, I started working in higher education in 1995. Uh, I was actually a work-study student um, okay. that was able to parlay that into a full-time job when I graduated. Good for you. So okay. I, I worked in student development, residence life, and then there was an opening in the financial aid office, and they called and said, we think you'd be great. And I wasn't sure, because I thought I was moving out of state, I had big plans, but I thought, I'll just go talk to them, see what it's about. And that was in 1997, and I have been in financial aid ever since then. So I found out uh, very early on, two weeks into it, that this was what I wanted to do uh, as my career, working with students, working with families, and kind of seeing the magic happen when they can figure out how they're going to afford their college education is one of the big motivators for me and, and why I love doing what I do every day. Yeah, so the light came on. It did, suddenly. absolutely. That's great, that's great. Okay, and then what positions have you held since then? Where? Where, sure. So I started out as a financial aid counselor uh, at Olivet Nazarene University, mm -hmm. my alma mater. Um, and from there, I became an associate director of financial aid at University of St. Francis. I uh, took a, a short jaunt back to Olivet because I just couldn't get away since I had been a student <laughs> there. It's a special place. And then I wound up working at DeVry Education Group for 11 years. And when I was there, I did everything from training on financial aid to regulatory affairs and working with uh, the U.S. Department of Education on National Task Force and all kinds of uh, interesting things to do. And then I also oversaw their uh, financial aid operations. So the group that packaged all the financial aid for all the students, that was my team. Okay. 
Um, and then and you join us when? I joined you in 2016, and I have been um, thrilled to be here. And every day uh, working with uh, the staff, the team here at Roosevelt has been just tremendous. Okay. And talk to me a little bit about our students. As you know, 45% of our students roughly are first in their family to go to college. And that creates, especially when it comes to financial aid packages and applications and so forth, pretty special challenges for everybody. Uh, talk to me about that a little bit. Uh, well, one of the things that I think makes us uh, unique when it comes to working with first-generation students is uh, we do take the time to assign a specific financial aid services counselor to every student. That's great. So okay. right out of the gate, I always tell families that they have a friend in the financial aid office. Um, it's their person that's really there to build a relationship with them, not just to get them here for their freshman year, but to see them all the way through graduation. Um, you know, ultimately, we want to be that cheerleader in their corner to if they get stuck in financial aid that they can come to us they know us by name we'll know them by name and we'll be able to help them that's great and so when we have commencement you're proposing that now the students walk with their financial I aid think that'd be great. advisor right behind <laughs> yes. them because <laughs> yes. we'll know them right exactly right. Okay. that would be great uh, the right. other piece that we do that I think is also special within the Roosevelt community is we offer financial planning sessions for parents and their students too uh, because this is their first time going through the process, we want to make sure that they understand what their costs are, what their financial aid is, and just what all their options are available to help them finance their education. Um, again, we don't want there to be a surprise. We want them to have full understanding of what they're doing and the path that they're taking to get there. Mm -hmm. Okay. In that regard, talk to me a little bit about our specific students and socioeconomically, we know there are challenges for many of our students. How do you work with them? What are some of the ways we can help them? Sure, sure. So 95% of our students are using some form of financial aid. Okay. And so if we take that a little bit deeper, focusing just on undergraduate students, about half of those students are receiving a federal Pell Grant, mm -hmm. which means their expected family contribution from the FAFSA is about 5,500 or less. If you think about state grants, uh, we have 20% of our undergraduate students are receiving state grants, and that means their expected family contributions about 9,000 or less. So right there, we have students that are getting some form of federal or state assistance, which is great. Okay. But all of that goes back to that free application for federal student aid or the FAFSA, which tells us what their financial need is. And I'm very proud to say that with Roosevelt money and the funding that we receive, we're able to take care of about one-third of our students with need-based funds, which is awesome. No, I mean, this FAFSA thing gave yeah. me nightmare as, <laughs> as a parent. I thought, you know, as a business dean, I could understand this financial mm -hmm. aid stuff. And when my wife and I sat down to fill that out mm -hmm. for our daughters, it was a nightmare. This whole thing was hours and hours of work, but once we figured it out, then you sure. figure it out like everything else. Uh, so talk to me a little bit more about how we specifically help the family of our students so it doesn't become a nightmare. Yeah, sure. So again, you know, we do have someone that's assigned to them, and okay. the FAFSA really shouldn't take hours and hours. It should take <laughs> about 30 minutes. 
Um, uh, but sure. again, it's, that's why it's so important to have someone in your corner that you can go to with questions so that they can try to simplify that process for you so you're not stuck, um, that they can help you fill it out, get it right the first time with as, as little headache and heartburn as possible. Okay, so let's get a little specific here. A student walks in and sees uh, on our website that our sticker price mm -hmm. for getting a degree, undergraduate degree, is about 30000 mm -hmm. okay? And then you mentioned how much uh, federal Pell Grant is that she can deduct from that roughly? Yeah, the maximum is about $6,000. Okay, so let's say we take 6000 off of that. Mm -hmm. And then state MAP money is? About another 5000 Okay, so that's right there, 11000 mm -hmm. that we can deduct from that. Right. And then typically how much does Roosevelt University put towards that student, if at all? Uh, well, we offer merit-based scholarships. Mm -hmm. So for students that looking at their ACT or SAT scores, we also, for some of our programs, look at their audition based upon their talent. Right. They can get anywhere from $10,000 all the way up to $19,000 just in our academic scholarships alone. Okay. So that could basically approach a full mm -hmm. ride for some students. Very much so. At least the tuition yeah. part. Correct. Correct. Okay. And then we do have endowed funds that are available to students. Um, again, it just depends on what program they're in. Some of it is also tied to their GPA. So we can do some more evaluations to see if there's anything else that we can give them in addition to our academic programs. Okay. So at the beginning, the students can figure out with your help, your team's help, how much they can get. Mm -hmm. And then later on, we have more financial aid available for those who need it. Right. And then meanwhile, of course, we encourage many of them to work if they would like to do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So that helps as well. Yeah, and we also have payment plans too. So, mm -hmm. you know, really whatever type of a financial situation that a family might be in, we can couple something together to get them to where they want to be. Okay. Yeah, which, of course, if there's a balance remaining, of which for many students there is, then we get into loans. Right. Right. Talk to me a little bit about the nightmare of loans. Of loans, sure. So, um, you know, on average, you know, we have students that will take out federal education loans, which can be anywhere from $5,500 a year uh, as a freshman to $20,500 a year as a graduate student. Wow, okay. And then in addition, if there still is some out-of-pocket costs that they would need to look at, there's options for parents uh, to borrow at, borrow additional loans. There's also private loans that would be in the student's name too. Um, but again, those are all funds that you're gonna have to pay back. And some of those funds, uh, the interest might start accruing right away. You just really have to be mindful that you're only borrowing what you need because ultimately those are gonna be funds that you'll be paying back for 10, 15 years or longer. Right which uh, postpones many decisions mm -hmm. for the students Absolutely. after graduation yeah. on buying a home, a car, forming a family, right. which makes it a burden for them. Okay. Now, in terms of specifically Roosevelt's population, how are these students different from other universities that you hear about or are in the Chicago area? Are our students that different, or is it everybody's challenge the same? 
Well, I think um, in some ways our students are very typical of what you would see at other institutions. I think the national average of a Pell Grant that a student gets is right about $4,000, and our students are right in line with that. They're, you know, it's not uh, too different from that. I think the part that makes us a little bit different is the work that we do with the first generation students. Uh, we do have a, a lot of students where it's their, they're the first in their family to go to college and it's a wonderful thing, but we also need to be there to help them, to guide them, and to keep them on the right path. Okay. Fascinating work and, you know, people ask me what keeps you up at night. Honestly, it is the whole notion of financial aid and making sure we're there for the students so that we can help them on this side and on the other side make sure tuition and room and board is low enough right. that more students can afford that. Um, talk to me about the students. When they walk in front of you and your team, what are you hearing from them? Well, I think some of them, it's uh, the ones that we see most often are the ones that still owe a little bit of money after financial aid mm -hmm. has paid. And those are the ones that they are working hard, they're working multiple jobs to pay that bill, or they're looking to family members to help assist their educational costs too. Um, and those are the ones that, you know, you see them working hard and you want to help them, and that's why it's so important that we can try to meet their needs and, and look for some of these additional endowed funds or other funding that Roosevelt has available to kind of give them that little boost to graduation. At the same time, your job uh, once in a while, or perhaps more often, is heartbreaking too, because right. you have to say no. Right. Talk to me about those situations. Uh, saying no is not always my favorite thing, <laughs> but it is a necessary part of what we right. do. The instances where we have to say no to families is tough, because you know that sometimes those students, they aren't able to come back to Roosevelt. and. Sometimes they take a semester off and we see them again. Mm -hmm. But it's, you want to be able to help everybody. Right. But unfortunately, I can't think of an institution that has the ability to help everyone all the time. Right. Well, you know, uh, I have heard from, you know, friends, family, others, and parents of students that we didn't save for our daughter or our son, hoping they would get an athletic scholarship and you know, things like that. Yeah. How realistic is that? Well, you know, I've also heard it say, well, they're really smart. I know they're gonna get this really great academic scholarship. Mm -hmm. And you know, we do have really great academic scholarships, but not everybody qualifies for the top scholarship. Not everybody qualifies for a top athletic scholarship. They still need to be prepared with a backup plan 